0: Welcome to The Heaping Scoop Podcast, where balance meets lifestyle, the best place to get your mind and body in shape, with your hosts, Andrew Shepard and Bryce Wiggins. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing boxing and what it's like to be a professional boxer with our friend, Antravious Ingram. Welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: we can get started
0: awesome it's 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 great to have you man um so to get us started and just to preface the episode so trey and i we we went to middle school so it's been it's been a while um and to see him now boxing is kind of a surprise um but it's kind of crazy just how far he's he's come so just to give a little a little background in the beginning. But to start off, tell us where you grew up and where you're from and what kind of sports did you play as well growing up?
1: All right, so shoot. Um, grew up in Orlando. Um, played, I played basically everything, football, basketball, track, soccer. I wanted to play lacrosse. Um, Shoot, anything. Swimming. I do everything. I played football. After high school, I, I came to Kissimmee. I uh, played football at the high school. Then after high school, I played two years at a Juco in Minnesota. So I've been, man, done did it all, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And w- what's your what's your, your background? Because I, I, I'm I not sure. I, I, I have like a, a guess. I think I remember you saying like Bahamas maybe before, but I I could be wrong. Oh,
1: okay. Oh yeah, my grandpa he from Barbados. Um, I okay. saw it so it's on your I... shirt.
2: I saw it's on your shirt. You have yeah, yeah, that's I was looking
1: stage. for. Yeah. Yes, sir.
2: Barbados. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, my grandpa from Barbados, and so I need to take a trip over that way too, cause um I ain't been there like in a year or so, but
2: it's nice over there. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. made, so so what made you get into boxing? Like when did you start like boxing? Honestly, since
1: I always wanted to box since I was before I can remember, before I even started going to school since I was a little kid, but my parents they never really let me because you know, who gonna let their kid uh do a sport where you get punched in the head and stuff like that. <laughs> so I always wanted to do it but then I never got to. So after I finished playing football in college and stuff, I wanted to do something that's gonna keep me in tip-top shape and have fun. I like contact sports, really. So, and I also used to like to find stuff. So, I was like, you know what? One day I just went to the boxing gym, and they let me spar on the first day that I got there, so I could see where I'm at. Yeah. You know, I got tired. Like after two rounds, I was, I was like, damn, I don't know if I could be a boxer, but um, I really liked it a lot. So I put in the work every single day. And now, I'm at a different position now. I'm, in, I'm a professional. So, but yeah, that's what really got me into boxing and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they say if 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 you want to get into boxing, like you'll you'll figure out pretty quick if you take your first punch. <laughs> so I guess I guess for you, oh yeah, um, you're okay with it. <laughs> you felt fine, I guess. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, like when it comes to boxing, shoot,
1: honestly, yeah, that's boxing will make or break you. Like some people get hit so hard that they it's not for them. I, mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. I got hit before like so hard I was thinking, I'm like, dang, do I really want to do this? But then I came back to my senses because this is what I like to do. So if somebody hit me real hard, then I'm going to hit them the same or harder, but like 10 times mm-hmm. more, you know? so
0: so how many oh, yeah, years ago boxers. was that or when did you start i mean how long Honestly, let it?
1: me be honest with you this like my fourth year going on my fifth year actually as a boxer most people don't go professional that fast mm-hmm. at all usually people fight from little kids all the way up usually people have about 50 to 100 fights before they go pro i only did eight amateur fights okay so I don't know I guess I was just a natural
0: yeah I I feel like you you were always like that um when when we were like (laughs) back in middle school like in in recess I know there that's not comparable at all but like (laughs) regardless like you you you're always like a natural a natural athlete so I I can see where oh yeah I remember those days
1: (laughs) yes sir yeah, I remember those days of recess, I man. I used to try to compete with everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- those are uh, not a worry in the world. But now, now, now that you're doing it professionally, you gotta have, you know, you gotta stay mentally focused and and kind of make sure you're doing the things right to get where you want to be. So, kudos to you.
1: Oh yeah, that's the main. That's the main part about being a professional boxer, like. It's not just you go to the gym, put in work, and then you fight. It's mm-hmm. a lot behind it. You gotta, like, I do so much. I don't really even be having much free time. Um, you gotta train not just once a day, multiple times. You gotta make yourself get up and run miles and stuff like that. Um, you gotta promote yourself, stuff like that. It's it's a lot behind it. Like for me today, and today was like a rest day because also I work and stuff. So. Today, what I did, I ran four miles this morning, handled everything I needed to do, then I ran again before I got on here and stuff, and then I cleaned up and everything, four Mm -hmm. miles again. So that's eight miles in all for a total of today. So it take a lot.
0: I I bet. And so what what gym do you you fight out of right now?
1: Oh yeah, I train at Heart of a Warrior. Uh, It's a gym in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, very great gym uh coach doel he a great coach is
0: is this the That's first true. gym that you've like stayed with the only gym that you stayed with or have you done like multiple camps and, and different ones
1: none this my this is the gym i've been with but I, I trained at another gym before it was like it was in hayne city area mm-hmm. um but i think he closed his gym down and stuff like that but after he closed his gym, then that's when I moved over to this the gym I'm
2: at now. So And your trainer now, like the person who's training you now, were they like a previous professional boxer? Like what's their background? Uh yeah, my coach, he
1: he been fighting, he been training and doing boxing since he was a little kid. Like he's been doing boxing all his life. So my coach, he loves boxing. Um as a matter of fact, his son in law right now is for his weight class, I don't know exactly which weight class it is. I know it's like one 15 or once, one something but he he got a world title wbo belt i think um and i think he's ranked like number six in the world so oh wow. yeah coach knows exactly what he's doing you're in yeah. some good
2: hands there <laughs> yes sir
0: yeah so can you go to different like different gyms to train like certain things <laughs> um like i don't know working on I don't know more power, more pad work, whatever it is. I'm not really sure of the the specific terminology, um, but like, can you go to different gyms and work on certain things if you if you wanted to? Like, there's no like rules saying, okay, oh, you can't, you know, work at this gym because you know that you're about to compete against him.
1: Okay, I get exactly what you're saying because I and I know where you get it from, like watching the other um pros and stuff are uh, the mm-hmm. big ones they go to different uh states and stuff and train and do certain different things yeah um so really yeah so it depends on you like if you want to go it's it's all up to you really like which gyms you want to go to to get certain work because different states have different styles of fighting
0: mm-hmm.
1: like um philly they have the philly shell they got great athletes um new york they got a different style of boxing um california las vegas they got a lot of different boxing styles um so it just depends like when most fighters travel around to um train at certain gyms, or so they'll go there to get sparring against people who fight similar to the opponent they're gonna go against with a mm-hmm, similar right. style so they'll be as prepared as they can be
0: okay and you just decided to choose that one yes, just sir. because of the coach that's all are you like I guess you formed a relationship it, with the coach.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Most definitely. Um, he, he started with me before I knew mm-hmm. anything about boxing. Then we did a lot of training, amateur fights. We did a couple of those, and then now we're professional. And so, yeah, and then uh, I helped the little kids there. And it's motivation to, like, the younger kids um, who come to the gym there. You know, I help them out, and they look up to me, and, and they see how far I came, and I tell them, if you put in the work now, you could be way past where I'm at. Cause I started late. I started like right. 21 boxing. Yeah, right now I'm 24, about to be 25. So like I started kind of late. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine if they start right now at their age and then I'm teaching them the things that I know and stuff, it'll it'll help, you know, and the the higher up I go as a professional, the more I can help um elevate our boxing gym better equipment all type of stuff better sponsors and stuff to help everyone in the gym
0: so right and who who are like are you sponsored right now by anyone like any i guess brands any type of brands or or um i guess athletic i don't know just just brands in general like are you are you sponsored
1: Okay, yeah, I get you. I get you. As of right now, I'm sponsored by it's a recording studio, biggest studio in um Central Florida area on mm-hmm. um, Pro One Ninety Two Studios. Um, they, he helps me. Um, the owner he helps me with not only like getting the proper equipment and stuff I need, the to, to help me, you know, because as of right now I'm an independent fighter and stuff, so everything come out of pocket for me. Um, And I don't have all those sponsors and big people behind me to, you know, help me get the best, everything. So as of right now, he's been helping me get my shorts. um, If I need to go get a gym membership at a fitness area to help me run sauna or do certain things I know I need to do outside of the boxing gym, um, help with that. Just everything, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Are you trying to, are you trying so, to but get any, I would like, love
1: to have more.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. So like, yeah, yeah. you want to get like bigger brands, like, I don't know, like say Body Armor, Prime, like one of those that can kind of help yeah. really propel your, yeah. your career.
1: Oh yeah. Most definitely. Cause it's not only them helping me by sponsoring me and stuff. As I go up, it'll help the brands expand all that, you know, and it'll help a lot. Like if I could get, it's like big, big names, Nike, like like Nike, Under Armour, mm-hmm. Adidas, stuff like that, you know. And shoot, if I can, you know. But if not, I'm gonna just keep going until whatever comes and what's for me comes my way, you know.
2: Right. Yeah. This is an unrelated <laughs> question, but do you fight southpaw or orth- orthodox?
1: Oh, I fight both, actually. Most fighters only fight one style. I'm naturally a right hand, and when you're right-handed, you're supposed to fight orthodox, yeah. but I'm a right-handed person who fights south but I fight orthodox evenly, too, and I can throw punches from either stance with power, speed. That's what separates me from a lot of fighters. It's not very many fighters that do it. It's, it's some great fighters out there who can do it, and that's another part of my that defines my style as a fighter. I'm not a one-dimensional fighter. I could I can fight inside, outside, speed, movement, or I can use power. It just depends. I and as I'm learning, cause you know I haven't been doing it for as long as most people. But as I go, I I evaluate and I um make adjustments, and that's the main part. You got to be able to make adjustments. If you just able to fight and you can't make adjustments when difficulties come mm-hmm. your way, then you're not too much of a you can't really do too much you know so right now I've been able to make adjustments to any of the circumstances or anything that goes on in the fight
0: so what what weight division or weight class do you do you fight
1: okay as of right now I'm a super welterweight I fight at 154 Mm -hmm. um my walk around weight is about 180 but when you eat right you train right you run and you just stay disciplined, cause that's a hard part too. Most people aren't very disciplined. Um, you can you can definitely cut down to that weight, cause most people be like, "What? You cutting down almost thirty pounds?" But you don't just do right. it all in one day. You know, you 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 take your time, you eat right, and you, I stay consistent. I train twice a day, stuff like that. So that all
2: adds up.
0: Mm-hmm. How hard is that for you? Well, I guess it's kind of natural now, but how hard was it in the beginning I should say yeah like how was your first weight cut that you had to do
1: oh no it wasn't hard for me actually um because at amateurs I was fighting at 165 so I was like cutting down to just 165. so all I do really before the amateur fights is train and stuff and eat exactly how I usually eat and then all I do is run I used to run the day of the fight uh, when I was an amateur. I used to run the morning of the fight. You don't don't think you're supposed to do that, but I I don't know. It just get me pumping and get me going before a fight. So I run the morning before a fight and stuff, and then I just minimize the water and stuff I drink until after the weigh-in. Then after you weigh in and stuff, you eat, rehydrate your body and stuff. So it never really been a problem for me cutting down weight at all um really the main part of it is just being disciplined to eat right and stay consistent on your workouts and stuff Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so usually after you cut like how heavy are you when you're actually in the fight so you cut down to 154 like how heavy are you you when you like actually get into the ring and start fighting usually
1: okay so uh since I fight at 154 usually I'm the type of person I like to be prepared and stuff so I usually go under 154. I like to be under. If I have to fight any certain weight, I like to be under so I don't be worrying or thinking too much about making the weight. So last fight, I weighed in at 152.2 or something like that or something like that. But then after that, i drinking just Gatorade and Peter Light. I'd probably be at like 165 <sighs> that same day. And then the next day, I'd probably be like 170-something.
2: Wow. God that's crazy
1: so that give me like advantages too because most people who fight at 154 aren't as big as me you know yeah because i could fight at 160 if i wanted to because i did that for my first uh, first professional fight fought at 160 and i was like dang i weighed in at 150 something like one like a pound over 154 and i was like dang i could have made i'm at 155 that's why i weighed in that so i was like damn i could have dropped one more pound and made the weight class under and be the more bigger person because at 160 the people i was fighting is bigger than me because they coming down from heavier so i was like if i if it wasn't hard for me to make this weight i i can go down another weight class and i could be the bigger fighter the stronger fighter and also i'm not slow um, i move fast you know so that give me more of the advantage
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I might bad. go to
1: 47. If I go to 147, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna man. Nobody will fight me at 147. I don't think so.
0: That'd be insane. That'd be that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to cut.
1: Yeah, if I shoot, if I stay on this diet that I'm on, because as of right now, right now I'm at 166. That's why I, I stepped on a scale before I came um onto the podcast. So, because I ran twice this morning and stuff, well, once this morning and then a, like a couple minutes ago and stuff. So, right now I'm at 166. So, I'm not really, I'm not heavy, heavy right now. I'm at a good weight right mm-hmm. now.
0: What what weight do you feel the, I guess, the healthiest or I guess the most energized?
1: Um, Shoot. Really, about right here, like 16 160, okay. 160, to one sixty three. Uh, shoot, even one fifty nine, I feel great. Like, you know, I, and I don't have a, feel, I don't feel weak at all. Like when I go down to one fifty two, one fifty, 150, like I feel great. Like the weigh in, the last one I had, um, I weighed in. I wasn't even hungry or thirsty. I just, I felt great. You know, because mm-hmm. I've been consistent. Like, but y- most people, like, if they cut the week of the fight or like a couple of days before the fight they'll feel drained tired weak and you'll lose a lot of power and stuff you know that's why i like to be ahead of everything and just maintain a certain weight so i don't have to worry like it ain't nothing right now if i'm at 150 166 that's like 10 pounds you can lose that literally in a day easy <laughs> just burning calories jump roping and stuff so i'm right there
0: okay yeah because i guess in the middle you you would probably feel um you wouldn't feel weak and you'd be in like a very balanced balanced area whereas like if you if you were i guess 180 180 or 185 then you'd kind of feel like a bit heavy and a little bit slower like moving moving around the ring yeah. and stuff and like training um but I guess to go into more of like your, your training regimen and, and your training style. So when you train, is it like, I guess you do, um, I guess just go through a a regular day, like a regular day of how you would train. If you're preparing for a fight, I'd say like, um, I don't know, six, six weeks out, maybe something like that. Just give us like a rundown of how you would usually train like within a week or or one day.
1: Okay, so this my – honestly, I don't prepare like a week. I mean like six weeks before. I always – I train every single day, like Monday through Friday. and Then Saturdays and Sundays I do my own thing outside of the gym and stuff. So I'm always training just in case a fight um, comes up or something. I'm always ready. But um, what I do is I go to work. I had to work a third shift, so I work like three something in the morning till like ten something in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I get off of work, I go straight to my strength and conditioning training um, in Orlando, and they make me work real hard. <laughs> um, they push me so hard that like after the workout, it's like it's mental. It's like, uh, do you really want to do this? But after that, I, I rest up. I go home take me some a couple like an hour or two sleep rest wake up stretch and then i head to the boxing gym and then i'm there from like five o'clock to like eight o'clock at night just training working on my skill power movements and i like to work on things that i know that i'm not doing so well in because then the more you, you you focus on the things you're not good at the better you'll be over all around like most people if they training and they feel uncomfortable they'll do what make them feel comfortable but i train um but i like to be uncomfortable because then when it comes down to it i'll it'll be comfortable for me when the time comes
0: right okay so it's basically so you're kind of doing like two or three days um if i guess if you want to put it into like regular terms layman terms but Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds like it's a lot. So I guess, tor- so how does, how does the, how do you get a fight? So how do you have to, you know, reach out to the guy, the organization, or do you just, do they just place whoever's there? Like that would be a good, a good contending fight.
1: Um, I don't know too, too much about how to fight how they do it but mm-hmm. what i do know is like also it depends on your your resume like amateur record stuff because if you don't have nothing to show behind your name they probably you won't it'll be hard to get a fight okay and stuff but um what they do is they so they you um you reach out to the promotions and stuff and see um if they have openings and stuff you know if you want to and you got to have people behind you it's not just you just go fight you got to have money behind you stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know that's why most people sign and stuff like that but for me um since I'm independent I I gotta pay out of pocket like I gotta pay the opponent it costs to get opponent and the better you are or the more fights you have or a resume and stuff it costs a lot you know so you gotta pay for me you got I gotta pay the opponents then I got to pay, you know, my trainers, stuff like that. And and then I then whatever left, then that's for me.
0: You, you get know? to take home. Okay.
1: So as of right now, I'm working my way up as a fighter. And hopefully somebody big will notice me, you know, because I really put in the work. So imagine if I could, instead of going to work, just train even more than what I've been doing. Right. And being less tired from working and stuff and able to convert all that energy into what I'm able to do as a fighter, because I, you know, I don't see nobody putting in more work than me. Because it's hard, but mm-hmm. shoot, if I could, <laughs> if I could just train, then I'll be on a whole nother level.
0: Right. I mean, that would be with you know any sport really. But so, have you ever thought about? Oh, yeah. Have you ever thought about going like into? I guess moving into like a place where you're surrounded by you know that type of crowd where it's only fighting and that's all they do and and they love to do it like have you ever thought about I guess moving away to to be around that
1: but yeah nah if shoot if I could go to uh mainly boxing area stuff like that that would definitely help too because then I could showcase all my skills in front of people who do it every day and who got the right connections so
2: right if I can so when you're looking for an opponent and you match with one like how long of an like how short of a notice is it between you finding an opponent and then you having to fight them like what's usually like a month a couple weeks like what is it usually
1: sometimes it's a week sometimes it's two weeks sometimes you might find out the day of so that's why i train so hard it don't matter really who they put in front of me um i'm gonna have to make the adjustments and i'm gonna just do what i do best and at the end of the day, somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. But I'm not going. I don't. I don't see nobody putting in more work than me, you know. So, but it take one mistake. It just take one mistake, one punch, and you know. So, that's why you just gotta be ready for whatever.
2: So, who is your favorite boxer like of all time? Like, do you have somebody that you like really look up to and like wanna be like as well, or not really?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, shoot, honestly, I don't have one box yeah. I look up to, you know, because I fight two different stances, and yeah. I I like to watch all styles because styles make fights, and, and I'm not just like a simple fighter. Um, I I could do any type of style, anything. I I tell myself I want to learn, I can learn it. Um, if I see a nice combination that somebody does on like the little highlights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm and I like it a lot, I'll learn that, you know. So I don't got a specific boxer, I just, I watch every style, every fighter, different fighters have good, like different footwork, stuff like that, I watch everything.
0: Hmm. Who would you choose, who do you watch the most, I guess? Or who you enjoy watching right now?
1: Shoot, I don't watch just one, like, I can't even just say like one, like, you know, if I say I'm watching somebody, I'm I'm watching all the, the great, all the best of the best. Mike Tyson with the way he set up his punches, body to the top, um, Sugar Ray, hand speed, footwork movement, Ali mm-hmm. footwork movement, Mayweather defense and counter punching, um, Roberto Duran, everybody. Like, it's just so many different styles and skills that I watch to learn different things from you
2: know right well i have a question for you like i know you said like different areas have like different boxing styles so if you could like move anywhere to like learn one specific type of boxing style where do you think you'd want to move to
1: i wouldn't move there or nothing but i probably first place i want to go because i don't know why i like the style of the people in philly like they got like this nice style of defense movement counter punching the way they like, I like their style a lot. So I go there, get me some skill work from there. I go to Texas, I go all over the place because they got different styles everywhere. But first place, probably go train and get some skill work from is uh, Philly.
0: Okay, and you want to be in Creed Four, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, if they, hey, if they give me a call and let me know I'm there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be good to see. Everyone everyone uh who knows you would be going crazy.
2: <clears throat> Big facts.
0: So
2: so prior, so prior to you going pro, what was your amateur record? Eight and
1: oh, six knockouts. The only two people I didn't knock out, There's was about to go get knocked out, but the time <laughs> ran out.
2: I didn't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> and and what is your current professional record?
1: Four-no, two knockouts. First dude that didn't get knocked. Out, I dropped him like four t- four different times, but they didn't call the fight. Yeah. But he felt the pain. He should just stayed <laughs> down. He felt that. I know he did. And then the the, the last fight I just had, I could have knocked him out from the beginning, but I just wanted to test myself with the distance of the rounds and working on my movement and hit and countering and body shots and stuff that I wasn't doing the fights before that where I was like knocking the people out so now I see what I could do with with the skill work and stuff now I'm back on track with what I was doing before I'm going to just knock everybody out I don't even want to give the the a chance to you know cuz if you leave it in the hands of the judges they could cheat you they could it could happen so mm-hmm. I'm knocking everybody out now forget that if you Um, don't get knocked out that's your choice and you're gonna just take more punishment
2: (laughs) and how many how many rounds do you usually fight in your professional fights like is it a set amount every time or it depends
1: oh yes as of right now i'm doing just four rounds but i want to do more i want to move up to six rounds already yeah i think this if my next one might be four more but after that i'm doing six rounds because that give me more time to do what i can do and it's worse for them because the longer rounds I fight, the the better I get as I go. And shoot, I don't know if they'll be able to last six with me, but
2: we're gonna see what they do. <laughs> and have you ever been knocked down before, or uh-huh. no, like you know, in, in any of your professional fights?
1: Oh no, not at all. I mean, it's very much possible, but yeah. I'm not going. Uh, you're gonna have it's the punch you don't see, but I'm. I, I just been aware. And, and focus so i'm gonna just try to keep that from happening but if it happens it's, it's count as just a extra point yeah. it, really a knockdown is about the same amount as a
2: regular punch landed so and i have one more question for you so have you yes, ever sir. knocked out somebody from like hitting them like a serious liver shot <laughs> with a body shot yeah. not yet but,
1: oh. but hey if i put that power to their liver they're gone
2: because so that's I, what i've been practicing I, I i know that hurts a lot more than getting yeah, hits in the head because it just it's like a shock oh, yeah. through your body right like you can't react yeah. it's like
1: yeah i got hit with a good body shot that made me like feel a little stuck a little bit but i didn't go down or nothing i just kept going yeah. it's mental too um but yeah see if i could put all the power i put on the head shots to the body i'll end it even faster that's why i've been actually working on more body shots
0: you you watched the uh Javante Davis and, and Ryan Garcia fight.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that fight. Yeah. <laughs> great fight.
0: Yeah. I I already
1: knew who was gonna win. <laughs>
0: it it's crazy how how like great that shocked him now that we're talking about um you know taking body shots or liver shots because he legit could not he couldn't stand up he, he felt it it was kind of delayed but he you could tell that he, he felt he's like yeah there's no way I'm going going longer it's crazy
1: yeah a body shot is worse than the headshot but also it's he could if he really really wanted to he could have got back up but it's a, it's a mental thing too <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think he wanted more punishment because, what's his name? Javante Davis is doing, I think he was winning majority of the fight just, you know, going up to that round. Um, But, you know, who knows? If if he had gotten up, maybe he, he could have done something, but very doubtful.
2: Yes, sir. So, what are your long-term goals with boxing? Like, where do you, like, see yourself? Like, what do you, wait, like, do you want to be a world champion one day? I assume you Oh, do yeah, this. most
1: definitely. I definitely want to be a world champion, but it's steps to boxing. It's also levels to boxing. So, I'm not going to skip no steps. Yeah. First step for me is to be 10-0. and 0. That's the first step on my list. And after I get out, get that out the way, then I'm going to work towards, because um, with 10 and 0, um, and depending on who who I get to fight and stuff like that, it'll build up my rank, ranking in the world and stuff. So then after the 10 and 0, my next goal will be climb the ranks in the ranking in the world. And then once I get in the right position, then I'll get a title shot if I'm like top 10 or something like that, you know. So 10 and 0 first, then try to become top 10 or top
2: something, you know. and i know in boxing they have like different governing organizations and they have like different belts they give out so is the ranking for the world is like a set rank you know like each organization have their own independent ranking system
1: no no no. with boxing it's all under one ranking like okay so if you're a professional boxer it's all it's all under one like even though it's different um promotions and stuff all the the ranking and everything is the same
0: okay uh, I wanted to ask you if have you seen like uh, you know the YouTube the YouTube boxers like that's starting to become a thing
2: Inf- influencer boxing yeah yeah
0: what do you think about that yeah what do you think about oh, that oh yeah
1: <laughs> hey they marketing themselves good and they are able to make a lot of money off of just you know the the advertising the the you know it's making it, it, they get in the the entertainment basically um so I I'm not gonna knock it you know. And And then if you get in that ring, hey, that's on you.
2: (laughs) And I also feel like it's somewhat beneficial for you because it's like bringing boxing to like a larger audience to people who never would have wanted it
0: before.
1: Yep, most definitely. So I agree with that right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I like it at the same time. It's like very entertaining. But, you know, for someone to say like I'm a boxer now right after they had one fight or they continue, it's like you're not really a boxer because you're not fighting anyone. You're really not fighting anyone (laughs) It's like, if you look at um, Jake Paul, right, he, he's actually boxing people, like, professionally in a professional setting, but the people he's fighting and he's winning, it's just like, you're not really, fa- you're not really fighting, uh, you know, reputable fighter who's, who you're taking a belt off of or who has that career or, you know, reputation behind them. Cause like if you're fighting Nate Robinson and a a, a washed-up basketball player, I don't think you're <laughs> you're not capable, of, you know, being the best boxer or considered the best boxer, you know. And then he fights, I forgot the the UFC guy's name. Um, he's oh, so and much
1: Silva, I, uh, I think.
0: No, oh yeah, him too. There was another one. Uh, uh, um, oh my god, what's his name?
2: Ben Askrim.
0: Yeah, Ben Askren, yeah, he he fought him and it's just like he's (laughs) injured already, he's already broken, he's so old, he he probably, you know, he's going to get hurt even more. So it it was like kind of a, you already knew the outcome. Same with Andrew or um, Anderson Silva, not that he's not a, a, I think that would probably be, that's probably the best one that he's had just because like he had a, a great reputation. And he knew how to fight, but again, he was injured and it's just like, well, are you really calling him a boxer now that he's fought four people? That Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I like it for the entertainment, but I I think it will become, um, it'll be considered your professional when you're fighting people in that setting, like, you know, Gervonta Davis oh, yeah. or Ryan Garcia in that in that separate you know uh organization separate platform to actually showcase that you you can actually do this if you had to fight someone right now who would it be that's a top performer and um what is the reason for fighting that person or the reason for wanting to fight that person
1: honestly it's like I said it's levels to this you don't want to skip no levels and go To go against one of the top people when you're not, like, you know, all the way ready, like, you Mm -hmm. know, basically what I'm saying is like Ryan versus Devante. Ryan is a great fighter and he was, he was getting there, but he took, I feel like he wasn't ready for that fight yet.
0: Right. You
1: know, you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Um... I wouldn't just... Yeah, go ahead sorry sorry you get what i'm
1: saying all right like it's levels yeah. it's levels you know i don't want to you know because i know that i make certain simple small mistakes that if you go against one of the top top people they going to notice that mistake right then and there and, and Dude, so punch i gotta your face. fix yeah i gotta fix everything all the you know little mistakes and stuff i make and then when and that's just over time with me getting more and more fights um and stuff my, that you know where i'm at right now until i'm able to climb the rankings higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. so yeah, i need a sense. little bit more experience
0: right if so and i guess to kind of go off of that so in the i guess like back then in in older fights you know um like say Muhammad Ali his like around that time what do you usually take from like those types of fights like do you watch old old fights to kind of you know um, use in your fighting style and and kind of train how they would train
1: oh yeah most definitely and the thing is the back in the day fighters i feel like they trained like way like they trained more intense. I'm not gonna say harder because everybody trained hard, but I feel like they were real intense back then, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I'm putting into my training and stuff. Like I'm real intense, you know, like like Ali used to say, "It don't count until after your arms and stuff burning and dead and, and it hurts. That's when it starts to count. So you could throw like a thousand punches if your arms not hurting or nothing. Then after that, then that's where it counts, right? You know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, working working yourself to failure that you can't go any anymore. Yeah, then you'll see the real growth. Um, yeah, I oh, mean. Yeah. Also, oh, for like, I guess, are there any? Are there any like movies that you would watch that kind of inspired you? I guess I don't know if 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 any inspired you to fight
1: not really no movies inspire me I just it was just something I want to do but I, I do like to watch the movies like Rocky Creed stuff like that because right. it's, it's motivation you know to see them put in the work in the movies and stuff like that to and it's like okay if they gonna do it and, and this what they got it take for them to get to this position then it's
0: motivation so it. Yeah. and I guess for to kind of wrap up so for those listening who want to get into the fight game what advice would you give them if they wanted to start right now
1: step by step um don't just try to jump right into the fighting and stuff um learn the basics first because um it's not about all that skill and all that stuff that'll come but mainly learn the basics um and don't give up when it's when it feel like it's hard and stuff like that. Or if you get hit with that shot that make you want to quit,
2: don't give up. I remember you said earlier your family wasn't too keen on you boxing. Like, how are they dealing with it now? Now that you're professional and you have like that's your lifelong goal, essentially.
1: A uh, big support um, from them and. Yeah, they push me hard, and that's really the motivation for me. But my mom, she'd be a little nervous. Like, when I'm fighting in there, she'd be real nervous, you know, because nobody want to see their family members getting hit and stuff, you know. She, she like, watches your fights? Yeah, she'd be right there, ringside, right there. <laughs> I could hear my mom and my dad, like, while I'm fighting. I'd be telling them, don't say nothing, because y'all kind of distract me a little bit, you know. Just let me focus, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you have to you have to um andrew andrew is from trinidad he's in trinidad right now um but okay okay but i was gonna say you could you have us come to one of your fights if if he's ever here then we could come to one of your fights your next one that'd be that'd be pretty cool um give you some support definitely um is is there anything you want to like i guess leave leave the audience members with that they can kind of um find you at we're gonna leave you know your links to you know social media yeah. and everything um but i guess gym and like the venues that you you fight at anything like that
1: um yeah i train at heart of a warrior because send me if you look it up you'll find it and then if you want to get more information on if i have fights or anything coming up um just follow me on instagram a d g o t y a m z and i'll I'll keep everybody posted. If I have a fight or something, you'll see a video of me saying I got a fight coming or poster, stuff like that. So and that's it. That's it for me.
0: You you heard it first from from the, the knockout ki- or knockout king of Kissimmee or Kissimmee knockout king. What what, what what's yep. your what's the alias the knockout <laughs>
1: yeah. king of Kissimmee?
0: Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. You, we'll, we'll see you in the in the the uh, the ring. You,
2: yes, sir. Thanks for coming on this podcast. Yes, sir. No problem.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you, Trey. All right.
2: Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and review each episode and follow us on social media. Stay fit and keep grinding.